listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Church Every Day, Home Bible Study 21st Century Style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org 
Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another edition of CAC Daily ICAST. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style, brought to you Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is a Friday. That's right. It is a Friday, you all, so uh, we can uh, all be happy that we made it to the weekend. So uh, it is Friday. This is the 15th day of September. So, uh, yeah, this month is already halfway over, and the cool temperatures. Guess what the current temperature is right now? Just outside my window pane. 57 degrees. Oh. I know. I know. I know. I know. Come on now. Fall the year, y'all. That's right. It's cooled off and uh, looks like that we're going to have an early fall is what most of the um, weather people say. So I guess we'll just have to take it as it comes. Speaking of uh, weather... Well, before we get into the weather, let's just go through our announcements and all the things that we need to make mention of so that we will be up to speed on what is going on here at CAC and PAC. Our Christmas program sign-up sheet is on the back podium at uh, CAC, so be sure to sign up now so that... uh, Sister Pam can start making plans on what she's going to do with the uh, program, how big, how small, and all the involvement. Also, uh, let's remember this Sunday, that's right, this Sunday, it's going to be Brother Cornelius Harper. That's right, going to be at the 11 a.m. service. We're not having Sunday school, so keep that in mind. If you know somebody that usually comes to Sunday school, be sure to remind them that there is no Sunday school this Sunday at CAC, and we're only having a one uh, service, 11 a.m. service with Brother Cornelius Harper. And then we're going over to our daughter work at Pipeful Apostolic Church on the 11th anniversary celebration. That's right. We're going to be celebrating 11 years at 2 p.m. with Brother Cornelius Harper. And we're going to be having a cookout following. Yeah, cookout. So you don't want to miss that. Then uh, CAC's having our homecoming service. That's uh, Saturday, October 21st at 7 p.m. Sunday, October the 22nd at 11 a.m. And Brother George Scott is going to be our guest speaker. CAC Harvest Time Crusade, Friday, November the 17th, 7 p.m. Brother Buddy Puckett. Harvest Time Crusade, Saturday, November the 18th, 7 p.m., Brother James Chesser. And Harvest Time Crusade, Sunday, November the 19th, 11 a.m., Brother Michael Maupin. So, yeah, we're going to have a great time. And then coming up in December, December the 5th to be exact, we will be celebrating 10 years right here at CAC Daily ICAST. So, yeah. 
Got all that coming up. Hope you can join us for any and all of those services. And, of course, uh, we have our prayer requests that we need to make mention of. And uh, we want to remember... Uh, mentioned the last uh, about the last 10 entries and uh, let's remember the Sue Sue Bain family today Uh, they are having her funeral today and uh, remember the family also Rebecca James Rosa Urabi Van Danny Ratliff Pam Bartley Gina Liam Day Uh, the unspoken request that we had on the list Uh, Everything went well with the surgery, and the person is recovering great. So we want to give the Lord a praise report on that and a praise for that. Also, let's remember Jaden Belcher in prayer, who is facing surgery. And uh, let's still remember Sister Tito Ratliff. Uh, Sister Tito is uh, just weak in body. Uh, the stroke, you know, uh, uh, took its toll on her strength, but, uh, they seem to think that if they can get her into a good rehab, uh, that they can get her, uh, strengthened, but, um, we need to be in much prayer for sister Tito and sister Tito's family who is staying with her. And, uh, I know that they are worn out and they need, uh, lifted up and encouraged and, uh, strengthened. So, um, Give them a a shout-out on Facebook or give them a call and just let them know that you're praying for them. If you have a prayer request or testimony, you can uh, call in, as we said, 606-282-4108, or you can email those to cacphelps.org, cacdaily at cacphelps.org, or prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we pray for not only these requests, but the broadcast today. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to utilize this platform once again to be able to fellowship with your people all across the U.S. and around the world. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today as we have gathered together, that we will not only have a good time together fellowshipping, but also we will study your word and we will rightly divide the word of truth, expounding it fully so we can all learn more of your word. I pray also that you would touch each and every one on our prayer list. You know their needs, their situations, their circumstances. I pray that you would send a special touch to Sister Tito. I pray that you would just lift her up and give her the healing that she needs. I pray also, Lord, that you would move in a mighty miraculous way for all of those that need strength spiritually, physically, or mentally. Lord, you know their needs. Those that are watching today, I pray that you would touch them and their situations, their families. Bless them, Lord, with your presence today in their homes or at work, wherever they may be this hour. And, Lord, we're going to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Well, we certainly are glad that you joined us today. And we want to just jump right into the broadcast on this Friday and get it rolling because uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we will be having our teaching session. We're studying in the book of Revelation We're going to be in chapter 2 and verse number 5, and um, I'm telling you, it's just such a a lot to cover that uh, we're trying our best to uh, get all of that, uh, you know, as much as we can, as much as we can covered uh, in our study. So let's uh, be in much uh, prayer for these lessons. Also, 
Well, just looking outside my window pane, as we said, it's 58 degrees. It's supposed to warm up to 78, sunny and beautiful. And then tomorrow, look at there, 77, mostly sunny and pleasant. And then on Sunday, well, variable cloudiness with a shower in places. And it's going to be a high of 73 degrees. So there you have it. That's what's happening in our little portion of the world. And as you can see right here in East Kentucky, there is nothing going on right here because this is where we're located at. It looks like everything's clear. Everything's uh, bright. Everything's sunshiny. Well, it's going to be a great day right here in East Kentucky. Well, you're going to have a great day if you'll stick around because uh, we're getting ready to read our uh, Bible reading for today. Read your Bible. It is a fascinating book. Second Samuel chapter 16. And when David was a little past the top of the hill, behold, Ziba, the servant of Mephibosheth, met him with a couple of asses saddled, and upon them two hundred loaves of bread, and an hundred bunches of raisins, and an hundred of summer fruits, and a bottle of wine. And the king said unto Ziba, What meanest thou by these? And Ziba said, The asses be for the king's household to ride on, and the bread and summer fruit for the young men to eat, and the wine that such as be faint in the wilderness may drink. And the king said, And where is thy master's son? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he abideth at Jerusalem, for he said, Today shall the house of Israel restore me the kingdom of my father. Then said the king to Ziba, Behold, thine are all that pertaineth unto Mephibosheth. And Ziba said, I humbly beseech thee that I may find grace in thy sight, my lord, O king. And when King David came to Behurim, behold, thence came out a man of the family of the house of Saul, whose name was Shimei, the son of Girah. He came forth and cursed still as he came. And he cast stones at David and at all the servants of King David. And all the people and all the mighty men were on his right hand and on his left. And thus said Shimei when he cursed, Come out, come out, thou bloody man and thou man of Belial. The Lord hath returned upon thee all the blood of the house of Saul, in whose stead thou hast reigned. And the Lord hath delivered the kingdom into the hand of Absalom thy son. And behold, thou art taken in thy mischief, because thou art a bloody man. Then said Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, unto the king, why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over, I pray thee, and take off his head. And the king said, What have I to do with you, ye sons of Zeruiah? So let him curse, because the Lord hath said unto him, Curse David. Who shall then say, Wherefore hast thou done so? And David said to Abishai and to all his servants, Behold, my son, which came forth of my bowels, seeketh my life. How much more now may this Benjamite do it? Let him alone, and let him curse, for the Lord hath bidden him. It may be that the Lord will look on mine affliction, and that the Lord will requite me good for his cursing this day. And as David and his men went by the way, Shimei went along on the hillside over against him, and cursed as he went, and threw stones at him, and cast dust. 
And the king and all the people that were with him came weary and refreshed themselves there. And Absalom and all the people of the men of Israel came to Jerusalem, and Ahithophel with him. And it came to pass, when Hushai the archite, David's friend, was come unto Absalom, that Hushai said unto Absalom, God save the king! God save the king! And Absalom said to Hushai, Is this thy kindness to thy friend? Why wentest thou not with thy friend? And Hushai said unto Absalom, Nay, but whom the Lord and this people and all the men of Israel choose, his will I be, and with him will I abide. And again, whom should I serve? Should I not serve in the presence of his son, as I have served in thy father's presence? So will I be in thy presence. Then said Absalom to Ahithophel, Give counsel among you what we shall do. And Ahithophel said unto Absalom, Go in unto thy father's concubines, which he hath left to keep the house, and all Israel shall hear that thou art abhorred of thy father. Then shall the hands of all that are with thee be strong. So they spread Absalom a tent upon the top of the house, and Absalom went in unto his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. And the counsel of Ahithophel, which he counseled in those days, was as if a man had inquired at the oracle of God. So was all the counsel of Ahithophel, both with David and with Absalom. Testament. And once we get through the Old Testament, we're going to jump right into the New Testament. And we're glad that you can join us today on this Friday edition of CAC Daily ICAST, 58 degrees outside. And it's time for us to do this. Have you got a minute? Well, then you've got time. Yes, you do. For 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Psalms 121 and verse 8 says, The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Isn't it good to know that the Lord will preserve you as you journey through life? The Greek word for preserve means the Lord will guard and protect you. He will be our watchman who watches over us. In a chaotic world, it's good to know the Lord is there to watch over us, keep us, and preserve us as we go about our day. Well, if you got a minute, you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. And that was episode number 43, recorded back in May of 2021. Yeah, that's a few years back, but um, we're going to get some new stuff coming in. We got some that was just recorded in June, and we're going to record some more new inspirational one-minute segments, 60 seconds with the pastor. 
Well, let's see what else we got going on here. It's time for us to squeeze in this little uh, portion, which is just simply our trivia question of the day. time is it i tell you what time it is it's time for another cac trivia question of the day cac trivia question of the day is brought to you by cornerstone apostolic church and the apostolic voice of phelps radio and television broadcast the radio broadcast is heard every sunday morning at 9 30 a.m on wqhy fm 95.5 out of prestonsburg kentucky you can also go to q95fm.net and click on the list live links Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's q95fm.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question, uh, which book in the New Testament says the love of money is the root of all evil? Which book in the New Testament says the love of money is the root of of all evil. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link, and it'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on Monday's broadcast. And speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. Well, yesterday's trivia question was simply this. What was the stone pavement? What was the stone pavement? And out of those that participated, it looks like, well, 50% of you got it correct. That's right. 50% got the correct answer. What is, was the stone pavement? It was the judge's seat at Jesus's trial found in John 19, Verse number 13. So 50% of you got it correct. We'll give you a hand clap. And that means 50% of you got it wrong. Oh, Uh, I know. But, you know, sometimes you just get things wrong. So there's uh, yesterday's trivia question results. 50% of you got it correct with the correct answer. What was the stone pavement now you would think that would be something about a street but it's actually the judge's seat at jesus's trial found in john chapter 19 verse number 13 so we'll have the results of today's on monday's broadcast which book in the new testament says the love of money is the root of all evil all you got to do is go to the facebook page of cac daily click on the link it'll take you where you need to go and let's see what else we got coming up here. Looks like that, uh, let's see, we got, um, 
our teaching session coming up in just a moment. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to have a uh, have a uh, great time studying in Revelation. Um, if you have a prayer request or testimony, well, you can uh, send those to our prayer line, 606-282-4108, or you can email those to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. And uh, so uh, we want you to know that uh, we we pick up those requests. You can put it in the comment section or chat room, and we try to go through those, but sometimes uh, we get busy and, and are not able to go through the uh, comment section on the broadcast because of comments that are left. I just uh, don't have time to scroll through all of them, but we try to. So don't don't just think, well, he said he doesn't have time. I try to. They just might be a time that we miss somebody or miss uh, a request. So the best way uh, to do that is to uh, either send it to our email at prayer at Cornerstone Apostolic, or you can uh, simply call in 606-282-4108. And uh, we do have some uh, extra prayer requests that we just uh, have received here lately through email. And so um, I want to kind of bring those up so that uh, you can uh, make sure that uh, you pray about all of these requests. Because when someone sends a request to this uh, broadcast, we want everybody to pray. We want everybody to start calling out their names before the Lord. And that way we know that the, the person is being, uh, you know, called their name before the Lord so that the Lord can touch them. And I was just looking and just got through some uh, earlier, and it's just taking a little time to get back down. I get about 100 emails per two or three hours. So you know now why I'm going through a lot of um a lot of emails. But uh well it's just one of those things and um I will I will pick this up a little bit later. Let's see if this is one right here. Uh nope that's not one. Anyway we do have some new prayer requests that we will be putting on the list as we uh, receive them. And as I said, email and the prayer line is the most reliable way to uh, make sure that your prayer requests and praise reports are getting to us. As we said, you can put it in the comment section. If you're on Facebook, you can put it in the chat room. If you're on the website, uh, viewing through there, uh, but the most reliable way is to either email or to uh, call in 606-282-4108. And uh, let's see, I'm going to check just to make sure someone hasn't uh, put in a uh, prayer request in the chat room, and uh, they haven't, so... We're, we're good right now. Now, I haven't checked the comment section yet, but uh, we 
we broadcast on so many platforms. That's why we broadcast on every Facebook page that we have. So, uh, you know, you might be watching on a Cornerstone's Facebook page or Pipe Apostolic Facebook page, or uh, you might be watching on CAC Daily ICAST Facebook page. Uh, we have uh, so many Facebook pages uh, for different departments that we don't have time to go through all of those. So that's why I say the most reliable way to get us prayer requests is through our prayer line and through our uh, our email. So keep that in mind. Well, um, you know, uh, it is uh, 10.28 in the a.m. And uh, let's see if we can't do this and get this taken care of. Of course, we like to have the Commonwealth Minute. This is GOP legislators consider splitting up JCPS. Let's see what that's about. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. In the aftermath of Jefferson County's school bus fiasco that didn't bring some kids home from school until 10 p.m., a group of state legislators are wondering if the school district is simply too big. Twelve Republicans from the Louisville area signed an open letter last month asking for a special legislative session to investigate JCPS and consideration of a school choice amendment and the division of the district into multiple smaller ones. In the letter, these legislators charged JCPS with failing in its most fundamental obligation, which is to keep our kids safe. Now, this is the beginning of an important discussion as to how to improve Kentucky's most troubled school system. Education freedom is part of the conversation as well, and bringing in competition and giving parents more choices is a good place to start. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at cpc for kentucky and on the web at commonwealthpolicycenter.org. And that is the Commonwealth Minute, and we... Uh... We have been asked by the director, Richard Nelson, to air those on our program, and so we do. And uh, we hope that these tidbits of information that deal with Kentucky are a blessing to you. Well, it is time for us to take our 30-second, maybe a minute, maybe two minutes. Well, we do have to take our break, and you may say, well, why do you have to take a break? Because... We have to clear up the lags so that we can record these, put them on the archives, and people can watch them on their own time. So don't touch at any key. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome to A Little Bit of Church Every Day. Home Bible Study 21st Century Style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to q95fm.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. 
You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study. Of course, 21st century style, and we appreciate you joining us today. We're studying our way through the book of Revelation. We're in chapter 2, so we want you to uh, get your pad, your pencil, your uh, platform on which you take notes. If it's iPad, legal pad, whatever uh, you take notes on. We hope that you will study along with us. Um, we want to jump right in and, of course, uh, pick up where we left off yesterday. We're starting in verse number five of uh, Revelation chapter two. So, verse number five begins to say, Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. But this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Now, I want to stop right there, and then we'll jump into the... uh, portion with the uh, uh, church of Smyrna, but I want to just kind of uh, close out this with Ephesus. Uh, we talked about it yesterday, about how you the Lord just didn't cast out Ephesus because they wasn't doing exactly everything right. He wanted them to repent. I'm glad there's a space for repentance, aren't you? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. As we study today, this is going to be lesson number 1081. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity to use this platform to teach your word. I pray, Lord, that we will take today and we will rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully, that we will all understand uh, the churches that you addressed and help us to understand that we do have a place to repent and we do have a place to get things uh, back in order in our life. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for your mercy and your love and and your long-suffering with us. And, Lord, we're going to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, you know, uh, with Ephesus, 
of course, uh, we begin to look that not everything that Ephesus did was right. Uh, in fact, they had left their first love. We find that um, life in serving the Lord, we are to strive to live according to his word every day. Uh, just because there's a space to repent does not mean we have the liberty or the freedom or uh, any other uh, uh, notion that we can just live anyway and then just at the end of the day say, sorry, Lord. Um, you know, it's like a little kid. Our grandkids used to do this all the time. They would hit one another and they'd say, sorry, not sorry. And uh, so, you know, you can you can do the same thing over and over and over and over and just live in a life of sin and at the end of the day say, sorry, Lord. I don't I don't know if the Lord's going to forgive that or not. Because he says that if we willfully sin, then there's no uh, room for repentance. So we have to strive every day. But even every day at our best, there's things that we come short on. Maybe we didn't spend enough time in the Word. Maybe we didn't spend enough time in prayer. Maybe we uh, had a bad attitude. Maybe we said some things we shouldn't have said, had thoughts you shouldn't have had, uh, let actions become our thoughts become actions and, and uh, cause us problems. Maybe there was some things like that. Maybe we didn't follow the word like we should. But I'm glad that there was, there was a space for Ephesus to repent. And that's what he said. He said that he that hath an ear, and I want to bring this up because this is so important. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit the Lord is saying to the churches, to him that overcometh. That's the key. We've got to overcome sin. We've got to overcome failures. We've got to overcome uh, our uh, falling away, you know, leaving first love, leaving the work, leaving, you know, I know people that used to work for the Lord and, and you could not slow them down. And then it's like all of a sudden they just hit neutral and just kind of just coasting through life. Uh, they left something. They left something. They're not where they used to be. Remember yesterday I was talking, if your experience with the Lord is right here when you, uh, you know, last year and now it's down here, you have fallen away. You have, you have uh, left something. You've left where you were to where you are. And that's why we need to repent. And he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Aren't you glad the message to Ephesus, still a message to us today, if we mess up, failures are not final with God. Failures are not final with God. We got a place to repent. So repent today. Ask the Lord to restore you, get you back in the place where you need to be. And uh, he will. He will. He's just to forgive us. He will hear our prayer, and he will respond to true 
And I, again, I want to stress this, true repentance. True repentance is you're sorry and you don't want to do it anymore. And you strive not to do it anymore. But I'm glad that Ephesus' example is still there for us to read today. Now we move on to the next church. The next church is Smyrna. Smyrna is situated on an excellent harbor and a prosperous trading post, or or port, I should say. Uh, Smyrna was famous for its schools of science and medicine and its buildings. Uh, Polycarp, a bishop of Smyrna and former disciple of John, was martyred in A.D. 156. Smyrna. Let's see what the Lord says to the church at Smyrna. And unto the angel, this remember the angel is the pastor, the uh, minister, the, the leader of the church. Um, and unto the angel of the church in Smyrna, write, These things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive, I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are of the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Now, I think that uh, when we look at that, that is uh, uh, quite a uh, understanding of the church of Smyrna. Um, and, and the Lord reminded Smyrna, uh, you know, that, that he was, and I want to uh, just kind of go uh, back to verse number 8, and it says this, These things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. So the, the letter to Smyrna emphasized Jesus. That, that's why uh, it's so important that uh, this letter uh, was not just sent to the churches and the church probably thought, well, you know, this, this is a made-up deal. This is somebody just saying, John's just saying he saw this vision or he received this vision. Uh, no, it was a direct, uh, you know, account of where this letter came from. The first and the last, that's Jesus. He's Alpha Omega the beginning, the end, the first, the last, he is the almighty God. So there's no question who this letter came from. He said, which was dead and is alive. He said, I know thy works and tribulation. You see, Smyrna had works. And when you talk about works, you're talking about things that uh, the church was doing for the kingdom of God, the the work of the Lord, if you will. And so that's where, uh, when you read uh, the works, that's talking about working for the Lord. And also the tribulation that they went through. 
you know, sometimes people go through tribulation. Sometimes people go through trials. Sometimes people go through persecution. All because of the what? Not because they're a Christian, not because they go to church, but because of the name of Jesus. That was the whole premise of, of not only Jesus and the disciples and all they went through after, after you know, Paul and Silas thrown in prison, other people put in prison, Paul was put in prison, uh, all of that. Why? Because they were preaching and teaching the name of Jesus. So now in the book of Revelation, we see that not only is uh, Smyrna uh, a working church, uh, they've suffered for the name of Jesus. They went through some things for the name of Jesus and um, even said, you know, that, that there is poverty. Uh, but then in, in quote, in, uh, you know, a, a parentheses or, or uh, uh, I guess you could just say in, in, uh, in the, uh, I guess uh, I'm trying to think of what the, the, the correct proper uh, reference is, but uh, it's in these uh, uh, little, uh, you ever have that moment where you just go blank? But thou art rich. I'm just going to read read the the part uh, that is in uh, parentheses, or uh, you know, in in those. Uh, uh, I guess that's parentheses. Um, but thou art rich, even though you're poor, you're rich. Now that's interesting to me because um, if you talk about being uh, poor. Um, then, um, you know, you think of someone that has nothing. Um, but also poverty can be a spiritual thing. It can be bankrupt spiritually or in spiritual poverty. But he says, I know your works. I know your tribulation. You've been through some stuff. Uh, I know your poverty. Um, and we could look at that as, as what is lacking. He said, but thou art rich. He says, I know the blasphemy. Notice this, of them which say they're Jews and are not, but are of the synagogue of Satan. You see, Smyrna dealt with people who would say that they're, oh, I'm a Jew too. I'm a Christian too. I'm a servant of the Lord when they were actually servants of Satan. Now, we, we don't like to think in those terms today. We don't like to think, well, there's people out there that are, uh, you know, saying that they're Christian and they're not, or saying that they're a minister and they're not, or saying that they're doing a work for the Lord and they're not, but they are out there. I say this all the time. The Lord uses us, Right? So the devil also uses people. And that's why when you deal with people that say they're like uh, Smyrna, you know, uh, oh, we're Jews too. Oh, we're followers of Jesus too. Oh, we're servants of the Lord too. But they are not. They were of the synagogue, the church of Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Satan has his church. He has his followers. Remember, the church is not a building. 
You know, you can build a building and put Church of Satan on the building. That means nothing. But it's the people that follow Satan that are his church. His church, his his synagogue, his followers. I hope that's a that's a good way to explain it. I hope that just opens up a little bit of understanding of of what this verse is saying. And then it says, "Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer." Uh, you're going to suffer some stuff, Smyrna. You're going to go through some stuff. I know you've already been working and you've been in uh, in poverty. I know you're uh, laboring. I know that you've suffered tribulation. But fear none of those things which you're going to suffer. Behold, notice who's going to cast them into prison. The devil. The devil would love to bind every one of us. Everyone that calls on the name of Jesus, everyone that praises the name of Jesus, everyone that follows Jesus, everyone that lifts up the name of Jesus, he would love to bind you, put you in prison. Now, prison can be a confinement of a location, but prison can also be an emotional prison. Shut you down emotionally. You don't feel the Lord anymore. You don't uh, worship the Lord anymore. You don't, uh, you know, you may be in a prison where you can't even lift your hands anymore. You go to church and it's all about just getting through another service. It's sad to watch people when they get in those prisons because they come to church and they just put in their time and then they go home. They're unemotional. They're unmoved. They feel nothing. They respond with nothing. They don't raise their hands anymore. They don't clap their hands. They don't lift up the name of Jesus. They don't praise him. Why? Because they're in prison. But the Lord told Smyrna, don't don't get in a place where you start fearing those things to come. Because some of you is going to be cast into prison. Some's going to have to go through some more severe things. You know, that's why you look at some and some go through tribulation and some seem like they go through a, a greater trouble or a greater opposition. But we find that the reassurance to Smyrna is the reassurance to us today. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Now we know ten days could be ten days, or it could be, you know, um, a long time. A day with the Lord is as a thousand years, a thousand years as a day. So, We don't know exactly what those 10 days would consist of, but it's a time period. And that's basically what you need to know is that there's a time that you're going to be in prison. There's a time you're going to be tried. There's a time that you're going to go through something. Don't we all have those times? Some of your times right now that you're going through something, you're, you're, uh, you know, being opposed by something or someone, or you're just going through tribulation, you're going through trouble, you're going through trials, 
Well, this was told to Smyrna. Some of y'all's going to have to go through this for and ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. You see, Smyrna, God hasn't forgotten you. And we may be going through something like Smyrna. God has not forgotten you in your trouble. God has not forgotten you in your tribulation. God has not forgotten you of what you're going through. No, he hasn't forgotten you. In fact, he knows exactly where you are. He knows your tribulation. He knows your poverty. He knows your uh, troubles. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're working and what you're doing. And he knows all these things. But we have to understand. He knows where we're at. But he wants us to just be faithful. It's easy said, right? Harder to do. Just be faithful. Smyrna, if you will just be faithful unto death, you're going to receive a crown of life. Ephesus was told they're going to be given to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Smyrna is told you're not going to be hurt of the second death. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh, this is to Smyrna, he that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Oh, I'm telling you, there is just something here that lets us know if we'll be faithful unto death, Smyrna, if you'll be faithful, remember this is the letters to the pastors to give to the churches, just be faithful faithful unto death and you are going to not be hurt by the second death you're not going to be hurt you're not going to be hurt by the second death now when when we look at that and i want to kind of uh close with this today because i see our time is up uh but if um if we look at this um the second death um you know, that that is, um, um, I guess you could just look at, um, I want to uh, just look up the word in the Greek, death, so that you can see what it's really talking about. Uh, it's talking about death, literally or figuratively, but uh, that separation, um, you know, uh, of the soul and the body by which the life on earth is ended. Uh, it's an implied idea of future misery in hell. You know, uh, blessed is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such, the second death had no power. So you're not going to be hurt by the second death. You're not going to have to worry about that place called hell. You're not going to have to worry about that place that burns forever and ever. If you overcome if you will be faithful unto death, Smyrna, you, you're going through some stuff. You're up against some stuff. You've been working for the Lord. You've been laboring. You've been uh, going through trials and tribulations and, uh, you know, poverty and other things. But even though, you know, sometimes there was an old song, and I think of uh, Smyrna when I think of this song, 
I'm a poor, poor rich man. And it just talks about how that if we have Jesus, if we have his presence in our life, if we have the promise of heaven, we may be in poverty down here, we may be poor down here, but we are a poor, poor rich man. That's what uh, the Lord told Smyrna. Uh, I want you to know uh, you're, you got some poverty, but thou art rich. And they, they've been uh, uh, working and laboring and, and uh, you know, uh, all of these things. And then he looks at them and he says, if you will be faithful unto death, the, the second death will have no power over you. You won't be hurt by that. What a promise. What a promise. Whatever you're going through, keep on pressing forward because hell's not going to be your home. Heaven is. Whatever you're up against, don't throw in the towel and then go toward that second death. Don't throw in the towel. Just keep going forward. Be thou faithful unto death. Isn't that a great word to the church of Smyrna, to the minister, the pastor of the church at Smyrna? Just keep telling everybody, yeah, you're going to go through some stuff. Satan's going to throw some of y'all in prison. You're going to go through tribulation 10 days. Uh, there's going to be things that you have going on that, that you're going to feel imprisoned. You're going to feel imprisoned. And, uh, you know, whether it was a literal prison or a spiritual prison, we can all look at prisons as being something that binds. But when you feel like you're overcome, you overcome that overcoming. When you feel like that you have done all you know to do, you work for the Lord, you labor for the Lord, and you're still suffering. I know people that have labored for the Lord, and because the Lord didn't spare them from suffering or going through something, they felt like the Lord had let them down. The Lord has not let you down. The encouragement of this letter is you keep on. Be faithful unto death because the second death, if you overcome the second death, you're not going to be hurt of it. You're not going to go to hell. You're not going to be hurt of that second death, that place called hell. Remember, that is uh, implied idea of the future place of misery and torment. You may be going through tribulation down here. You may be going through Let's just say, I don't like to say torment, but you're going through some things down here. You won't have to go through torment in the, in the future. Oh, what an encouragement that is. You may be going through something right now. Yes, you as a child of God may be going through something right now. And you may be saying, I don't know why I'm going through this and, and I'm hurting and I'm, I'm going through this and I, I just don't understand why I'm up against this. Well, you know what? What you're going through now, just keep on being faithful because you're not going to suffer in the future. You're not going to be crying in the future. You're not going to be sad and overwhelmed in the future. Just stay faithful unto death. Smyrna, keep on staying faithful. I don't know where you're at today. 
I don't know your life, but I do know this, that sometimes when we go through things in life, maybe we lose a job and poverty sets in. Maybe we go through some setbacks. Maybe relationships fall apart. Maybe marriages fall apart. Maybe other things bother you. Maybe people's persecuting you for what you believe. Be thou faithful unto death. Because you won't have to worry about all of that. You won't have to worry about all of that in the future. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We pray, Lord, that we have expounded the word fully, rightly divided the word of truth, line upon line, precept upon precept. I pray, Lord, that you would help somebody that's struggling today, feeling persecuted, feeling tried, feeling overwhelmed, that they will know that if they will stay faithful to you and overcome, they're not going to have to worry about the future torment, misery. They'll have a place called heaven. Thank you, Lord, for this understanding. And I give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I hope that the study has uh, been clear, uh, not only this letter to Smyrna, but also how we today can uh, grab on to um, how that when we go through things, we should be encouraged. Read the book of Revelation not as a book of, of fear, uh, not as a book of, uh, of being scared of what is coming, but as a book of letting us know others may suffer all this, but if we'll stay faithful unto death, we won't be hurt by the second death. We won't be suffering. We won't be in misery. We won't be going through any more tribulation. Oh, no more dying, no more crying, no more pain for us to bear. Oh, I'm glad that place, but you know, that place isn't going to come to the unfaithful or the people that don't overcome. It's, it's there for the overcomers. That's what was said unto uh, that's what was said unto uh, Smyrna. So I want to close with that because uh, I want us to uh, go to uh, just uh, the rest of the day thinking about this uh, overcoming. Whatever you're going through, overcome it. Whatever you're going through, stay faithful unto death. Well, we do have to get out of here, but um, we do have our trivia question up and running. Which book in the New Testament says the love of money is the root of all evil? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, 
while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.